Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the What Will Fergie Do podcast. I am Olujimi, joined today by Mr. Francis, and the man who loves to introduce himself. Oh, my, still the one and only. Whew. We're recording this at the aftermath of the, the bloodbath that was Manchester Derby. The game ended United. Three and City six. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, like, I really have no notes on this game. I feel like it's one of those games you just chalk up, you know, and just throw the, the film in the garbage because I don't think there's any takeaway we can take away from this game. We played right into City hands. We gave the ball away from jump. And if you give this kind of attack, many chances have to go. It's inevitable that they are going to score. I didn't think it was going to be this many goals, but I didn't think we we're going to win either. So, but somebody gave a special prediction in the last game, and I think we should hear from him first. El Maestro, <laughs> oh, oh. how did you see the game? <laughs> nah, we, should, we don't have to start with me now. You guys were the ones that predicted the loss. So, you know, I mean, what did you yeah, see? Yeah, so, but, but we lost the loss. Yeah, exactly. So what did you see as far as the loss? Because if you predict a win and it goes it goes awry, then there's, no, there's nothing to really, like, you know, to really go with, like, what what you know we ended up losing the game what 6-3 ultimately i don't know if i agree about like um, you, okay let me, let me let, let's start here do you think this is our toughest match yet then what do you mean do you think this game now that the results are over do you think it's our toughest match of the season i still think brentford was our toughest match of the season <laughs> yeah no 100% because i think brentford they were more integral in our capitulation. Like they were the like when I watched that Brentford game, they pressed us. Like if you think of all their all their goals, it was actually like we had the ball, they pressed us, they got the ball, they scored. Right? This city game, most of the goals came from like free play. It wasn't like we lost the ball high. And then City was counter-attacking us. Maybe like some of the, the games, the goals to end the game. But for the most part, it was just from the very beginning, we were not present in the game at all. You know, and when I say present, again, like the, the Bradford game, it was like we were, we had possession, but we were being pressed and some of our feelings showed up that way. Today, I felt like it was more of an attitude. We just were never in the game. Like, in a game, there's always like ebb and flow a lot of times. That first half, there was no ebb and flow. There was no point where we were like, okay, five minutes, we have the ball, we are, you know, making something, you know, happen. Like in the second half, and, and to be fair, the second half is not an indication of the game because by that point, you're 4-0 down. The team that's 4-0 up cannot give you the same energy that you would when it was 0-0. So I'm not saying this like, you know, the second half was a better performance for us. No, it's just the things that you're looking for in a game. There was no, there was no aggression. There was no organization. There was no, it's a derby, right? Like, it's like, there, there's no, like, we, I don't know if we talked about this in the last pod, but Chelsea, it's not Chelsea, um, Newcastle, Crystal Palace had scored three goals against City. Right, those are teams that like. Even if City dominated possession, even if City played well in those games, those were teams that just from an attitude standpoint, 
they were on it, right? For us, it just felt like we were very lackadaisical. Like there was no, there was no energy. That's it. Like there was no energy in the team at all. And now we can get into the tactics, you know, from a midfield st- standpoint. Today, I thought our midfield was trash. That's all across the board. Bruno was not anywhere to be seen. Ericsson, when he was in positions where he might have been able to do something tangible, he was not visible in the game. He gave the ball away too much, right? And then Scott was just Scott, right? Like, Scott didn't do anything. And, yeah, let me not, let me not single any one of them out. Three, So, three midfielders, none of them did anything. I thought the attack was starved of, um, of just possession. You know, I, I don't know that, like, I can blame them too much. This, yes, they didn't do anything when they, when they did get the ball. But, like, I don't feel like in the first half, Anthony really got the ball that much. When he gets the ball, I feel like he's always seen two players, right? He's always seen two players. So where's the overlap for him? Where's the stretching? Where's the... Again, when I talk about energy, just... Like, look at City. When they have the ball, it's fast-paced, right? Like, Grealish gets the ball. That overlap is happening. And that overlap is not just Cancelo or the or the fullback. It's also De Bruyne. So he has two options on either side of him because they're always moving. It's always pass and move, pass and move. With United, it's, it wasn't there. It was just, like, very slow. It was like we were in a daze. And... It's one thing for you to say that when it is because City is doing something, but it was so early in the game and we started the game that way. It's just like, like let them let them put you in that days. Don't just come into the game and still be on the bus. You know, and so for me, that's kind of the way I look at it. It's just the performance itself was just shocking all around. Um, Francis, do you agree that you think that this is more our doing than anything City did or... Do you think there's something that we could have done different? Or do you... I know we both predicted an L, but I don't think we predicted, like, six goals. Um, I think it's a mixture of both. Um, I think we stayed the game with fear and lacking confidence. And that kind of um, spiraled into our decision-making and whatnot. And obviously, if you are lacking in everything against City, then... City's dominance is even more glaring than um, than what it usually is. So um, I, I think the first thing is we need to blame ourselves first, and then give give City credit. Oh, everybody knows City is good. Like that one is is a given. I knew this was going to be their toughest game of the season, just because of how City plays. And I, I'm surprised it's six nil. I thought it would be like six three. Sorry, six three. I, I thought it would be like a two nil kind of painful defeat where we can't even get the ball. Um, but this one, um, we were second to every ball. Like, And when we get the ball, we don't even have the confidence to want to do something. Um, I, I, I can single out, I mean, I can call everybody for having a bad performance, but just from when I started watching the game, I noticed just the, a few people that were... Um, a little bit lacking in, in commitment, effort, and whatnot. Um, Anthony, for example, and maybe he had a, a better second half, but that well, that's relative because I don't think City were um, firing on all cylinders in the second half. But in the first half, Anthony, his, his tracking, his marking, his 
um, um, like drive commitment. I, I don't know. There was something about it. I felt like he was not really interested. And then Ericsson as well. Uh, Ericsson seemed a little bit under it today. And, and when he got the ball, he either um, trips or he plays a pass and he goes the wrong way or he's not tracking back. Because a few goals, I think the first two, three goals, were, Ericsson was involved in all of them. The first one was the folding one in the box where he was supposed to be tracking folding. And he he, he left him. Uh, the second one was him trying to mark Haaland, which I'm not sure how that happened. But um, I think that probably, that probably had more to do with Varane being out pitch, yeah. from the injury. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, I, and that's fine. But there are many other players that can mark um, Haaland. As yes, but, but when when Haaland hits the header, it's actually Scott he beats. It, uh, like, and I'm again, I'm not blaming Scott for this. Like, I am yeah. blaming Scott for a lot in the game. But he goes past two players. Like, Ericsson is the person that you see picking him up. But Scott is also not being aggressive enough in that moment. Like, the ball is coming to you. Yes, attack the fucking ball. Just the same way Haaland is attacking the ball. Because you can see you have a better read of the flight of the ball as it's coming in. And he just stands. He just stands. At no point does he actually try to go and attack the ball. He just stands and jumps. And then the person behind you is going to get to it. And again, Haaland can, will almost certainly jump higher than um, uh, Scott, even from standing. So this is not to say that, you know, just but just that aggression, man, wasn't in the game. Like, you can lose to City. It's not a shock to lose to City. Right, I didn't expect us to lose to City, and, and I'm being very honest. But it's not a shock if we lose to City. But you cannot lose like this. Like you cannot lose like this. Like a Division One team doesn't come to Etihad and lose like this. And that's the truth. It's like at some point we can talk about like some of the shortcomings again. Like I don't want to pick on Scott too much, but he doesn't. He's not somebody that is pressed. He's he cannot play against the press at all. Every time I see them pass the ball to him in positions where he has to give a pass, he cannot do it. And he takes too long with the ball. But that's not even the emphasis of what we're talking about in this game. Like, if if it was a, a, a situation where we were getting the ball, pressing us, and then we were constantly losing possession that way, I would be able to live with it a little bit more. But the goals were not even that. Like, the goals were just them running through us. Like, we would have full blocks of players in our box. These guys would cross the ball, and you see Haaland, one player in the middle of, like, four or five people. Somehow, he still gets the ball, right? Like, we were just all over the park. And, and to me, it's like, yes, like, if you allow City to play that way, if you are trash... City will expose you in a way that maybe some other teams won't be able to. But we lost 4-0 to Brentford and we were four goals down at halftime. Very similar. Like, again, the performance against Brentford for me was actually worse than this one because, yeah, I just I just I'm, look at this. Yeah, you go. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't think we even need to bring in Brent, Brentford to this anymore. But... Uh, um, I think to to this game, a, a team can have like a team having possession against you is like is an issue, but not so much because if you're compact and whatnot, 
they just keep passing, passing, passing. Um, but a team like the having territory against you is a bigger issue. But it can still be dealt with, I think. But when the team is having like multiple box entries against you, it's always a problem. And that's the thing that I noticed in, in, in this game today. Like anytime City had the ball, they were entering our box eating. Entering the box eating at every single instance. And in my head, I'm like, where's the midfield? Who's stopping them from doing this? Darlow, I think he picked up a yellow card second minute or something like that. So I, right. I, I felt like he needed a little bit more support from Anthony. But Anthony was not doing that. Malaysia, Malaysia didn't really have the best of games. And to be fair, sure did not even do any better. Shows equally as as ass as, as Malaysia was. But it's, I, I think City really prepared to dominate United. But United did not prepare for City's dominance. And that this is this is really this is really it. I understand like ups and downs are part of the process in, in building a team and and bad performances are, are part of it too. I didn't expect that you know we will win all our games to to the end of the season. But some some things just sting as just given the occasion, like is a derby. You know, even if even if they are better than you all around, like at least just fight. You know, it's like similar to what we saw against Liverpool. Even if United had come off that game 2-2 or 1-1, I'm sure we would come off holding our heads high that at least we, we put in that performance, right? But in, in every single phase of the play today, like I think we were just dominated. And some of it was, you know, self-inflicted due to our, just our own players. Bruno, um, Ericsson and Scott McTominay, they had absolute like torrid games. Sancho and um, Rashford equally terrible games. So all over the all over the park was was bad. And then we lost. Let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Um, if I if you had to guess what today's possession statistics were, what would you guess? Um, I would think because of the second half, United had maybe close to City, like 50-50 or around around that. Because yeah, like. What, nah, was, what was it? It was 55-45. I'm not even sure. Who was higher? City. City was higher. Yeah, yeah. 54-46. This was not... See, for me, like, you remember the game that we played last season? I don't remember if it was in Old Trafford. There was even a game we played, maybe it was also at Etihad. No, but the two... Let me start with the 2-0 two, two game at Old Trafford last season. City dominated possession in that game entirely. Right? And... That was the kind of game where there was pressure over pressure over pressure, where you're talking about the dominance and the wave. This game, I didn't feel that way. Like, I felt like we actually got possession, but when we would get possession, there, there are certain games where you get possession. Again, that's why I keep going to the Brentford game, where you get possession, and the other team, they put so much pressure on you that you are not able to make passes in a way, or at least you can see how you are struggling to get the ball out. In this game, I felt that there were actual opportunities. Like, some of those passes that we talk about with Ericsson or with Scott or with Bruno in this game, there wasn't pressure. Like, some of the passes that, like, the attack, where they wouldn't pass the ball, like, there wasn't pressure. It just felt like we were flustered, right? Like, it... 
again when we talk about rushed, our squad, everything we did was just rushed i guess is just a better yeah idea. like that i guess that's what i'm saying it's like it didn't it, there's sometimes where yes the pressure is so overwhelming that you get the ball out and you can't even see where you can pass the ball to i didn't get that sense in this game i just got the sense that when we got the ball we just didn't have any composure we had a little more time than we normally would and i'm not saying like a little more time where we are giving killer like part of what happened early on in the game was we were always trying to look for the outlet pass right away. Ericsson gets the ball. He wants to put the ball forward to Rashford running in behind right away. It's like, you haven't started this game out well. Actually, just try to put a few passes together. It's not always trying every time kill a pass. Just pass pass to the guy next, string a few passes together, like, and then do it at a little bit of pace, like build up into the game. You know, like do it with the aggression of a team that is trying to actually move forward but move forward as a team not just like a hopeful ball that city is going to get and then they now they now start like attack and very early on like within the first i don't remember when we ended up conceding within the first like five minutes city had like two chances they're already looking like your fam you guys have dodged the bullet already wake up wake up and and even during the game i was saying to you guys i feel like city is going to end up regretting not taking advantage of the dominance. That was a one nil. But that first 45, we just never came into the game. Shocking performance. Shocking. Like, I, 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 again, I think City played well. They scored six goals. They should have scored six goals. They could have scored more. But for me, this game is really about how trash... United is and just some of the same mistakes, some of the same patterns that we see with the team where it just feels like from an attitude standpoint, you cannot get up for certain games. Like you come on, you're coming to go and play your rivals. Like Crystal Palace put up a better performance, Newcastle put up a better performance. Those guys don't have better players, they just had a better attitude, they had better organization. They don't have better players than us. So it's like, it's like, what are we missing, you know? Yeah. Do you think, and I, and, and I agree with you when you say this is just, like, it seems like a trend with us. Like, I feel like we haven't really seen this since the Brentford game. Um, but I feel like we're probably going to see maybe a couple of this more down the line this season because it's going to take a while for us to get that mentality back. Um, like we said, most of these players, I see the same players from last season. We said that after the Brentford game, just because we string um, a couple of good performances together doesn't change the fact that the core of this team is still the core from last season, right? So mm-hmm. I think, even like I said, I, I didn't think we were going to win this game, but I didn't see this coming. But again, at the same, even though I didn't see this coming, I wasn't surprised it happened, if that makes sense. So it's just one of those things that with this team, I think we're just going to have to take the progress like um, gradually, like, yes. Our next game now, we might come out and we might dominate and do that for the next couple of games. But this performance that happened this today is going to happen again. The performance that happened against Bradford is going to happen again. I guess we just have to be, what's the word I mean? We just have to be, to be patient with this ETH um, <laughs> regime because, yeah, it's not fun getting spanked 6-3 six, six, like on a Sunday. Like it just ruins the entire day for you, but... At the same time, like, yeah, it is what it is. This is the United that we've known the last couple of years. So I, I wasn't I wasn't shocked this happened. Um I guess I do have one more question. Do you think there's anything, I guess, Francis, do you think there's anything ETH should have done tactically 
that would have changed the game? Or do you think this is just mm. this was inevitable? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's easy to point fingers and say maybe ETH should have started a different team or whatnot. But I actually taking a step back and reassessing the game, I think I think it gets down to the players, man. They need to look at themselves and ask themselves the question on why they did not just show up. I don't know what it, it, it like if we had seen the fight and you know City still won. You know, maybe it was a closer game. Then maybe we will have said, "Oh yeah, it's a game of margins. It, 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 it had done this or done that." Then yeah, but this game they did not just show up, so I can't really blame it for it. Like it's it's not really a tactical thing. And personally, I think from a midfield standpoint, we should have um, shown Man City a lot more respect because of the quality that they have around there. Like my maximum of their their really key players like De Bruyne or, or um, yeah. Bernardo Silva, maybe having Casemiro and Scott McTominay or, or Casemiro and Fred even start as opposed to um, just one one person there. But I, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I, 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 Sancho, Sancho, I don't. Sancho plays like he's he's, he's not trying to like dirty his efforts once, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just get stuck in right like. He, he, that, that's the thing that pisses me off about the guy. People say he has composure, he has this, he has that up front, fine. But man, I've never really seen Sancho like fight. I've never seen him get agitated. I've never seen him like get stuck in. I don't, I don't know why, man. But it's... but I think this is who Sancho has always been, though. Like, yes, he has some quality up front when he wants to finish. But at the same time, you're gonna have to take this with the finishing. This is this is the entire package with Sancho. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. I'm just hoping Varane is not out for a long time because we will be in serious trouble. And, and I think for, back to what you were saying about like what could ETH have done. I'm not sure if there's. I think when a when a team fails on the when a team doesn't show up on the pitch the way this team doesn't show up on the didn't show up on the pitch today i think you also have to go back to the coach because you have to look at the coach and say you are the one responsible for preparing this team now the difference is that we've seen this from this team across multiple coaches or at least the core of this team we've seen them capitulate this way across multiple coaches i still go back to the midfield for me in terms of I think the midfield failed for failed us today, and I think that the approach we took today was actually to man mark some of these guys, and I don't think that was the the right approach because every time these guys would get the ball, every time they beat one player, it just I cannot, I cannot. It just blows my mind how many times the brain was running free through midfield, but not just the brain. Like how many times people were running. When I say running free, just think about like. Nobody is nobody is on them. Nobody is marshalling them as they are running. They're just running free, having the opportunity. Like, think about the uh, Haaland goal, right? Or even think about, like, Grealish passing to... I forget who ended up crossing the ball for Foden. Think about Foden being able to just run into the box, score. Okay, Haaland is bigger than Ericsson, so we can't put Ericsson for that one. But think about the next Haaland goal again, the cross that comes in. Like, all of these are just... The ability for people to run in Haaland crossing in for Foden, um, 
Oh, yeah, Haaland crossing in for Foden, the Malaysia one. Just all these type of goals. You, it's just, there's so much freedom. Like, Ericsson could have fouled um, De Bruyne before De Bruyne gives the pass to Haaland, before Haaland crosses the ball for Foden. You know, just so open, so open, so open, so naive. Like, it doesn't make sense that you can be playing City and you are that open when you are not creating chances. It's one thing if it's a back and forth game where you are you are also dominating, you are creating chances, your counter-attacks are counter, you know, like we didn't even have that. So it's like, why are they so open? Why are they so free? When you even have blocks set up, they're still finding people are still finding it's like we are just in cement, stuck in mud, not, not able to move. It's just like it doesn't make sense. So for me, I think it's it's imperative that ETH, he couldn't have anticipated this before the game. If we are shocked, I can only imagine how shocked he and his coaching staff are. Because whatever game plan you had, whatever you were saying in the tactical room, whatever it is, all of that shit, you are looking at players now and you're saying, I can't trust you. I can't trust you. You are not good enough. Or I have to build up your mentality, whatever it is. So... These are these are the areas where he has to make his his money now. Is after a game like this, what are you going to do to make sure that these kind of things don't happen? We know we are going to see this again before the end of the season. So, what is the response now? How are you holding players accountable? How are you making sure that you are setting standards and letting people know this cannot happen? If this happens, there are consequences. What are those consequences? That's, that's I guess, the next step for him. But going into the game, I don't think anything could have prepared him for this. Uh, you, you, sir, go ahead. No, I was going to ask a question. I think you wanted to say something to what Larry said. Or, um, I had a question about Anthony and how we're utilizing that, that flag. No, I was, going, I was going to say with the Brentford, Brentford loss, I think it led to like big personal changes and I think I can see that happening again after yeah, today well, despite well, it being what, what are the changes though? Yeah, okay, I'm going to get to that. Okay. okay. Um Casemiro at the at the very least, I think he'll be on. Um Marshall, he's I think if he's fit now, yeah, that's if he Marshall is definitely starting next game. Yeah, I don't know if he got injured when he took that penalty. But... <laughs> and if he if he survived that um I think he. Yeah, he last time, let's put some respect on Tony's name. He's got two goals today, man. Yeah, I know. And if, if, Varane, you know if, uh, if Varane is injured, I think Lindelof comes in as well. Um, the question mark is around Luke Shaw and Malaysia. I don't know if because of this game, you know, ETH will want to do the same thing that he did against uh, Brentford, right where he. Remove Malaysia, move sure, and he brought in Malaysia. I don't know if you want to repeat that, but I can sense something like that happening. But now I think it'll be tricky um, across the attacking four or five with Marshall being fit. And then you have Anthony Sancho, Rashford. I have a strong feeling that one of Sancho or Rashford. What about be. Ronaldo? Man, <laughs> like, what? I, I, and, I, and again, another thing that we have to also mention today is that Ronaldo wasn't in this game. Because if Ronaldo is in this game and we lose the way we lost today, he's going to take a huge... Uh, same thing with Harry Maguire. He's going to get a huge part of the blame. 
because I, part I, of honestly, what we're I, don't, I don't think so though because it's like 100 we've all discussed whenever like, ronaldo is there we talk about like how dynamic this team should be you know he's not he oh be pressing you know oh ronaldo doesn't press so the rest of the team it's very. It's it's the. You it's don't the think it would be the same that... issue because the same reason why we couldn't get the ball to Rashford and Sancho and Anthony today would be the same reason we couldn't get the ball to Ronaldo though. Yeah, but 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 again, the way that the way that that narrative gets constructed is different because the problem with Ronaldo apparently is that I mean, aside from the fact that he's not playing well, is that he's incapable of pressing. Right, like and now we're a pressing team, but we didn't see any of that today. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So when Francis talks about like what changes are we going to make in this team going forward, or what 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 is the change that's going to happen as a result of this game? Let me let me leave it to just this game. Um, yeah, like you have to also look at Ronaldo coming in into this team as as one of those changes potentially. You know, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but like you're talking about Marshall, Rashford, all these people. You know, Ronaldo is on the bench. So we'll see how that we'll see if that that's a change that happens as well. I think Ronaldo remains on the bench as long as Marshall is fit. I think so too. And it's um, not because Ronaldo is not good, but it's just right now we have somebody that's better. Um, so uh, that's my own that's my own opinion. Um, I think the change would be around Rashford and Sancho. I think Anthony has done. Anthony did pretty well in the second half. And he might, he will. I think he'll be rewarded for that. Um, but Rashford and Sancho, uh, I think there will be question marks around them. More of Sancho than than Rashford. Um, but let's let's see. I I do have a question. I think can uh, I brought this up in the group chat? I and I tend to agree with him. Like besides the individual brilliance from Anthony, I just feel like we are actually underutilizing that ring when it comes to him. Because I feel like every time he gets the ball, and this is not about this game, I'm just talking about since he's been in the team, it seems like he's isolated and he would have to take on two or three players. Like, I don't see Dal overlapping with him for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a tactical thing, but I don't know if you guys are seeing the same thing too with, with that ring where Anthony is. It all how, just seems how, like... many, how many games of Anthony have you watched? He's played every game since he, since he came, right? Yeah, not this, like is sec- this is his second Premier League game and he played he's just played one. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not just talking about Premier League, though. He's played... Yeah, and he has played one Europa League game. Okay, three games in a row. Yeah, three yeah. games. So I think it's too early to start making those calls. No, I'm not I'm not saying him as a player. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying I feel like we are... We don't support him. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about him as a player. I'm saying he has to be the one doing... Like, it seems like he's just isolated on that ring. And I don't know why it is. I don't think I agree with that because yeah, against, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, agree. against us now, I don't think that was the case. I, I think be, because of the the team that we're playing and um, the the threat that comes from the wings as well, mm-hmm. um, that low would have to will not be overlapping as much. If one instance was yeah. the Martinelli goal because Dalot had left the space, Martinelli utilized that right so. I don't think you do that. Dalot will not do that against City because if his guy is number one, is on the yellow card. Number two, if he's caught, um, that's a red card already. So you need to respect them. If it's against uh, the next team that we play and you still see this trend, then sure. But I think it's normal. It's too, it's too early. The sample size that you're using to make yeah, those I, I think Arsenal are, and City is not a good example, right? Yeah. Like you said, it's just because of the threat coming back the other way. 
you 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 can't have your full backs doing the most, like just overlapping really nearly. So yeah, I think I think we'll give him a little bit of time. But I mean that goal he scored today was incredible. You know, that was an incredible like I don't know that Edison could have done any more than he, he did to get to that ball and it still ended up a goal. And to try that at, you know, 4-0 or whatever the score was at the time as well, too. You know, so I still have a little bit more hope for Anthony. I think, again, the thing with Anthony that I like is just the confidence, you know. Now, he's not dribbling past people. Um, you know, he's not dribbling past people because, like, a lot of times, like you said, he's seen multiple people in front of him. But I actually feel a little bit better about him now than before we signed him, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I think he, I can see a situation where he comes good or where he gets better, you know, with this team. To be very honest with you, the attack is not what worries me. Because the attack is only as good as the midfield. I have a question for you. Do you think Casemiro's ETH signing? Hmm. I think... Yes, but not in the way that you would think about it. I think not, ETH not, not just the, not wanted... The way that is, is, the, is what you're saying. What, what yeah, I think ETH just wanted more options. And the way that our transfer window um, planning was going, mm. I feel like he was picking from the best of the options that were presented to him. Right? Like, So I guess what I'm saying is, if it was left to him, I don't think he would have signed Casemiro. But if you remember the way the madness was happening, we were talking about Rabio. We were talking about, you know, some of these names that... Anatovic or whatever his name is. Yeah. And I think he looked at it and thought, okay, what, what do I need for this team? I need somebody that can be a leader. I need somebody that has experience. I need somebody that is level-headed. Somebody that is going to give you consistent output consistent performances right like if you think about the city team part of what ends up happening for them is across the board especially in midfield attack you can say okay Foden you know Grealish maybe maybe not as much all the time but in midfield between Rodri Goodnagand Bernardo Silva De Bruyne they are always at a minimum seven out of ten minimum, bad as a bad, 7 out of 10, right? And so you need players that can give you 7 out of 10, even if it's not always, they don't elevate to 8, 9, 10. And I think that's what he's looking for in terms of someone like Casemiro is, okay, I just, I need somebody that I can count on that is not going to be doing the madness that some of these guys are doing. And even with Ericsson, you can't always... Ericsson today was a five, this a was, four. This was his worst game that I've seen. That Brentford game was bad too, man. You think it was bad, as bad as this? This was bad. This was bad though, just because of the stakes as well. Right? No, like, no, if I, you're think, not I think the reason why forward, to me this yeah. was bad was because, like you said, it wasn't like they were being pressured. They were just giving the boy away. That's true. They were yeah, just like so, giving yeah. the boy away for no reason. Yeah, so I, I agree then from that perspective. Yeah, this would be this would be the worst game that he's played, you know. But to me, I've tried to stay away from Scott. I don't like 
I'm telling you, like, because I don't, you know, again, I don't want to fall into that trap of, like, the Ronaldo, the Maguire trap of, like, when these guys play, it's easy to single them out as far as the bad performances are concerned. But but I, I do think that our midfield is where we lose games a lot of times, right? Like, if I look at our defense today, I can say Malasia didn't play well, but mm, was he glaringly terrible? terrible? Was Martinez... Like, I feel like I, I can even think of situations where I can look at Martinez and say, Martinez saved us there, he saved us there. Like, I don't think he had... Again, you, you can see six goals as a, as a striker, you had a bad game. As a defender, you had a bad game. There's just no way around it. But I think that midfield is where we really lost the game. Where was Bruno today? You know, Yo, where was, where I was, was going to talk about. I was going to talk about Bruno, man, and Bruno. <laughs> we Bruno, don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. Bruno really doesn't help the cause, man. So, like a lot of times, I know sometimes he tries those passes, and he, when he walks off, everyone is like applauding. But the nah. the the ninety nine times where he tries, like today, he tried those five, like f- at least I remember five killer passes that he was. I, I don't even know why I'm calling them killer. They didn't kill anybody. <laughs> like five passes that he tried to Rashford. Vibe killer. Uh, and, and Rashford was, you know, nowhere near trying, like, uh, uh, running anybody to get those balls. And in my head, I'm like, why can't you just hold the ball and why bring God the ball and bring other people into the game? Why must you be in a hurry to throw a pass? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know, man. I don't know. Like some decisions have to happen around that guy. I know he 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 does it some good as well. But in terms of trying to control the midfield, I can't have out of three players only one person being the one person that can try to control, and everyone else is just running around like an idiot. It's it's, it's kind of annoying. And, and to me, that's where I look at someone like. Bruno and I look at Scott, especially Scott for me, because the problem that we have is sometimes when you look at Ericsson, it's easy to be able to gauge whether or not he had a good game. Because he actually has to get on the ball enough that you can judge you him can based on the output. But some of these guys, and Scott is, is the one that I, I'm pointing out, but again, this also applies to Bruno. It's like sometimes you... The, you don't even see them as part of the flow of the game. And it's different when I don't see Sancho or Rashford or Anthony in the flow of the game because somebody has to get them the ball. And when the people that are getting you the ball are failing, like every time, like when you see Scott in, in, in possession, it's like they're setting balls that can ease the flow of the team. You know, you get it. But like, and I wish I had like, some images that I could I could show. Like, when Casemiro came in, Casemiro himself, he was also, like, falling prey to, like, getting pressured. But there are certain times where he gets the ball and the pass goes out to the wing quickly. And there are certain types of passes. Like, with Scott, if it's not a, I can turn my whole body, face you, and give you a straight line pass. Those curved passes where it's like, I, I just need to bend the ball a little bit and get it. He cannot do those passes. Like, he struggles with those. Like, if it's not a basic, I can face you. And when I even say face you, he has to turn his whole body. You, but there was somebody we used to say this with, like Harry Maguire does that too. Where, no, it was, it was actually Scott that we used to say that initially. 
Oh, was it him? Yeah, yeah. like where I have to fit, like I, I get the ball, turn my whole body, face you, then set to pass. It's like this is professional football. You don't have that, that time because like he's a right footer but doesn't have a left. So he has every time he wants to pass, he has to move his body in a way where he always has to do his right leg, right? And and for me, it's just like they prey on that. So even from a defensive standpoint, defenders don't want to give him the ball. If you notice, like, I don't know, and I notice Scott a lot in the games, unfairly. <laughs> but, but like, for, a lot for of times, like, wanna, who doesn't want to point Scott out? Yeah, but... like, uh, <laughs> and, and so for me, when I think of the feelings of this team, a lot of it comes down to the midfield. It's like, we cannot, we cannot figure out what we're going to get. And then when, when we, because the midfield determines the flow of the game. So for City, for example, Okay, today was a bad example because Grealish was on it early, right? But a lot of times, it's not like when they get the ball, when Foden gets the ball or Grealish gets the ball in some of those higher-up areas, they don't always, it doesn't always work out for them. But you know that you're going to get another chance. And you know, okay, if I, if I can't even dribble past this guy, I can give Cancelo behind me and then we start again. And then I'm going to get the ball again, and I can, I, okay, I can try again to like beat a guy, find an overlap, whatever it is. Our guys, once our attackers don't get the ball in the flow of the game, when they do get the ball, they are now in a hurry to try something. They are now like, you know, or, or they are just like passive and like, okay, let me just put the ball back to midfield. So, yeah, anyway, just shocking performance today. Absolutely shocking performance today. And I, I'm not trying to sound like a hater about City. I think City is a good team. I cannot... There is no way that we should play bad enough that we are conceding six goals, four goals in one half, and then just letting them do whatever they want. At no point in this game did City feel like we were a threat at any level. At any level. And that's just not... That's just like, yeah, nah. This. Anyways, um, <clears throat> we have a game coming up on Thursday, Europa League game. Um, hopefully, we can get this bad taste out of our mouth during that game. We are flying oh, over. <laughs> the way you said that, pause. Anyways, uh, we're flying. <clears throat> we're flying to Cyprus to face a team that this is the first time I'm hearing their name, Omonia Nicosia. That's the name of the team. Um, I don't think sounds like anyone... a, a strain of COVID. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know what we're going to say about that team because I don't think any one of us have ever heard of that team until now. But this is who we're going to play on Thursday. Um, I don't think we need to waste our, our well, maybe waste our time is a lack of uh, better phrase. But I don't think we need to talk about how the game needs to go. I think this depends on how we who shows up for for us in terms of how we come out and play. Um, but I think we can go just go straight to lineup. Um, I'll go. Wow. I'll go Dagia. Dalo. It depends on. Vi- I don't know Varane. Varane just seems very like breakable. Anyways, Dalo. Lindelof. Um, Martinez. Malasia. Hmm. Casemiro, Ericsson, Ericsson. The way Ericsson has just become a starter for us. Eh? Ericsson, Bruno, 
Um, Anthony. Oof. I think Sancho gets a rest. Anthony, Rashford, and Marshall. That's my lineup. Francis. Um, I think the gang go. I think Dalo, Lindelof, Martinez, and Luke Shaw. In midfield, Scott McTominay, Fred, Bruno Fernandez. Up top, I think Ronaldo, uh, Rashford, and and Elanga. No oh, maestro. Uh, I think the Bravka in goal. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he needs to get some game at some point. So yeah, that's a, that's I I don't I I don't know that I can directly blame the hair for all the goals today. I, I don't think it's our fault. Really mad at the hair for something. <laughs> but I don't think it was our fault though. Like those goals were he saved us. You know, remember he had like three or four saves like in the first. Man, let's see rest, man. Nigga didn't save shit. Consider six goals. Why is it no. like <laughs> Dude, the no, guy should have taken the match ball home, man? <laughs> like, nah, I think you guys are reaching on that guy, man. Like those goals were like wide open, like chances for these guys. No, not all of Foden's nah, goals should have been goals. Not all of Foden, even Haaland's, none of Haaland's goals. I mean, not all. all what? That the first one. What, what was what was it going to do about the first goal? What, what was Ooh, Haaland or Foden? No, Foden scored first. What was what was that guy going to do about Foden's goal? Those like a lot of those. Okay, so maybe not some of like there. There was which one was it? Foden's. So Foden scored for Foden's Foden's last goal. Should, like the guess yeah. Okay, and he, one, he always that one, that one no, let me, down because that, that let, me let me not. I don't like, want to focus on on the hair. Like Alan's but let last, him rest. Alan's last goal. I think he should have saved that. Uh, Whatever the kids, let him rest. Six <laughs> six and just yeah. Yeah, he has, he has enough to worry about. It's for it's, it's okay. Anyways, yeah. continue your, your lineup. The Bravka, um, Lindelof. I don't know if Harry Styles is going to be injured for this game. Or <laughs> you know what's funny? Actually, the image that came to my head was actually Harry Styles, not Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking. <laughs> anyway, Harry, oh. Harry Styles, Lindelof, um, Shaw, and Lowe. In midfield, the Brazilian pair of Casemiro and Fred, along with their Portuguese-speaking folk, Bruno <laughs> Fernandes. In attack, um, Marshall, Elanga, and Rashford. I'm, I'm almost tempted not that we don't take... Um... Marshall on this trip because I'm afraid he might just this is kind of this is kind of game he gets injured on all those over somewhere in Cyprus where we don't <laughs> but anyways um score line I would say two nil to United uh Francis hmm. uh, wait is this game away or at home away ah oh. alone but <laughs> I, I I'd say one two one two one to United Oh, Maestro? The 1 0 to United. 1 0? Yeah. All right. There you have it. Um, one, oh, wait, Larry said what? 1 0. Oh, okay. 
Did anybody say did anybody else say one nil? No, no, no. For, I, for some reason I thought I had four nil, but I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga, you never heard such no 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 seriously. I actually thought I had four nil. Yeah, you might have flew too close to the sun. It needs to heal a little bit. <laughs> I, I think uh, I thought you were in transferring the, the little bit of, of gems or, or stones. No, from, but at least I, I call game. the high scoring game. I call 4 2, 6 3, you that's, know, that's double, true. double. Hey, come on. At least we won the second half. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not about winning halves, about winning games. Yo, shout out to Tony Tony though. Coming and scoring two goals. Haaland, be be scared. <laughs> man, be time to get Tony on FPL. You know? Haaland is a machine. Who, 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 do you, who, who do you have as your captain? Like, like... Tomba. <laughs> Matamba. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I said what we talking about. Oh. <laughs> so, but, but for real, who do you have as your captain? No, for real, what we talking about? <laughs> wow. I, 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 call, I called it though that Haaland was going to mount, mount our defense. But, I didn't but, see it coming, bro. I was. This is this is one where I was. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was. You captain the you captain zone from Egypt. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> 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 uh, the prince of Egypt. <laughs> so you captain you captain Halandi. Eh? No, this fraud United fans. Eh, maestro. This fraud United fans. Don't loud it, don't loud it. What are you um, talking about? Um, <laughs> he's having, having a press conference. No, a press conference. He's having a, a. Nah, I live it, man. I live it. I live it for real. Yeah, really? If, if I said if I said I didn't think he was going to do anything in this game, and you found you found out I captained him, isn't it you? But we shouting fraud. Mm-hmm. Uh, your briefcase full of empty papers. Where is your own fucking briefcase? <laughs> Don't worry. Now you're El- here talking about who did you El- captain? El- 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 Maestro will have a convention later this afternoon to his, uh, his fellow followers telling them why they should keep believing in him. Where, where, <laughs> what are you telling your own followers, I'm, my G? I, I'm not, I'm you a, said United would lose one nil, and yet I, you captain Haaland. I know my strengths now. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a preacher. What, what are your I, strengths? I don't. I don't. A charlatan. The strength of a charlatan. I of don't. A fraud. I don't tell people what to believe in me or something. I just tell, give them my opinion. But niggas telling people take it to the bank. Niggas don't even have an account. Take it to the fucking <laughs> bank. Niggas have never ever opened a checking account. Say, take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Yo, people are cashing, cashing, cashing checks. They ask you what name should I put on it. They are blinking, 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 blinking. Tell them how Maestro sent you. Nobody's going to send you away, man. Yo, no, it's not your maestro, it's you now. I'm wondering where you cash all this your checks. Nigga, you don't even have an account. Oh, he's stashing all this cash on that day. I'm still I'm still betting a, a much higher uh, batting average than you. Most of my predictions this season have been have come true, man. Just that's fair, actually. I will give you I'll give you your, your flowers. Like you've called some really, really good good predictions, but you've called some really atrocious predictions where <laughs> 
I'm I'm really shocked. Sometimes what's four two to six three for real for goodness sake. Yeah, you said four two to United. Sometimes I wonder they're like four two six three multiples of two. Come on now, you get how this. I'm sure if I if I really did not know you, eh, eh, like as as per know you on a personal level, I'll be really scared of you. <laughs> like. I would not follow you on any social media app. I would wow. not watch your story. Because I feel like if I watch your story, I'll be spammed with a lot of rubbish. <laughs> so, I, I have no idea who you're talking about. All I know, all I know is that we we live to fight another day, you know. So United fans don't get too low, you know. And the predictions are still coming. Pause. <laughs> I didn't even think that was necessary, but <laughs> <laughs> ah! let's, wrap, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Tori, before you get there, like, why, why, why did you say pause there? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Nah, it's fun, man. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, the, I enjoyed the game. I, um, United has spoke my Sunday, but um, one for the books. One for the books, for sure. NFL Sunday about to start. Let's oh, NFL, NFL starts today. Let's get this betting going. No, I NFL mean, like, has been on for a few weeks. It's been on They're for just a few playing weeks. already. Just playing. Uh, you know? Let's see if we, I win some money or lose some money today. <laughs> which which team are you guys supporting? Well, it, it depends. I'm just I'm gonna open after I'm done. I'm open my betting app and see what the odds are for some of the games. I, I might take some money lines. We will see. Yeah. Some touchdowns here or there, but so good, this, man. Let's make this Sunday a little bit more livelier. Alland <laughs> won the game, Marshall won our hearts. Which one is better? We move fucking both. Whoa, anyways. Um, thank you, thank you for listening. Please oh. give us a follow on socials at Wobble Forget You on Twitter and Instagram. Also, rate and review us. You can now do that on Spotify. Five stars only, anything less than five stars. Don't follow El Maestro. <laughs> You are not a vibe.